All right, so this is We The Parents podcast, uh, episode two. Um, uh, last episode, I forgot to introduce ourselves. My name is Dustin Mahaffey. Uh, the first episode was with Barbara Murphy. Um, this episode, we have, who are you? Jason Lanier. Jason Lanier. So, uh, again, this podcast is to bring awareness and, and to help parents in the same situations that we are in when it comes down to the schooling of our children. And... Um, Jason has some um, very good insight on uh, the school code and uh, things like the Sunshine Law, which I'm not very familiar with myself. Um, so I also want you to talk about what district you come from in Pennsylvania and uh, what you're seeing before we get into the uh, school code stuff and all the legal things. Sure. Yeah, sure thing. Um so I'm at, uh, in Lansdale, Pennsylvania, uh, in North Penn School District is where my kids attended. Uh, I have three boys. The My youngest is going to be a senior next year. So I'm, I'm mostly out of uh, the, the public school system. Mm-hmm. Um, and this actually, for me, started, had nothing to do with all of the stuff that's coming down. And I think like most of us, we sort of sat back and thought, well, occasionally something would come home from with your kids and you'd think, I'm not sure I quite agree with this, but okay, for the right. for for everybody's sake, we'll just let it roll and and not not worry about it too much. And mm-hmm. I always can talk with my kids if I think there's an issue um, right. that that should be uh, addressed spe- uh, specifically. Uh, then after COVID, and we are starting up, um, my 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 youngest son is also a spring athlete, and they started doing these um, antigen testing but for the spring athletes, but only for some of the teams. So mm. baseball didn't have to do it. Lacrosse had to do it. Tennis didn't have to do it. Track didn't have to do it. You know, and it was, it's very odd. There was, I think track had to do it. I can't remember. But uh, so I asked for some clarification on that. And, you know, there wasn't a real good uh, response as to why they were doing this. Mm. So I would ask again and again, and because the, I found this the school board that they didn't if you didn't like the answer it was very sort of parental they would just say well that that's the answer and you have to deal with it right and I I started wondering well okay well let me push a little more what if I were to say I will provide my own test because what was happening is you would go in and they would test and then they would take the samples and they would send them off to chop and I said okay well this is an antigen test so you're saying whether the kid has COVID or doesn't have COVID. If he has COVID, he needs to go home. He's sick. Got it. If he doesn't have COVID, well, any longer, <laughs> shouldn't it just be disposed? Right. Which, which kind of brought my radar up a little bit because it seemed like this was more of a data collection point. And uh, and I dug into it, and that that's a maybe a, a discussion for a whole other podcast as to what right. was happening with those test results, right, be it right. negative or positive. And it turned out it, there was some subterfuge going on with the state and a company and uh, a company that was started up the day after uh, the health emergency was called. Mm. And those results were being pumped to this private company for their distribution to government networks, which made the whole thing. Um, and it's even it gets a little dirtier than that. But let's let's set that aside. Anyhow, while doing that, uh, then the our school board uh, released their equity statement. And my natural question is, what is what is what is equity in education? What does that mean? I mean, I right. know what equality means. What is equity right. in education? Right. I know what equity in the house is. 
in, in, in how much uh, you know, uh, equity I have built up, but I don't understand what this means. How do you implement this? And they basically didn't really answer the question and said, well, you should look at all of our online references. So they had a big uh, support page for people to reference. And in there, I found some pretty, uh, pretty horrible things, which led me to know what equity was. It was more about, it was more about uh, dividing kids based upon their race and right. helping kids out because you want to achieve a result uh, that is is equal in the end. So equal outcomes as opposed to providing equal opportunity. Right, which, which is completely is, different than treating everybody equal, right? It's actually it's, it's the complete opposite. So uh, did it say it in those words, though? Like, what? how did they word it? Do you remember? Well, they, they that's said the tricky in, part. Right. So their equity statement has a lot of has a lot of uh, buzzwords that primarily the left likes, which is, you know, um, uh, what they say, a systemic racism. And it, it talked about having to. You know, iron out the wrinkles of systemic racism, kind of paraphrasing right. here, and uh, right, right, right. Uh, and how you need to adjust things based upon, um, you know, to to make better achievement for everybody has an equal um, chance at the at the apple, if you will. Mm-hmm. And you know, some ways that you're like, oh, okay, I guess I really don't have a problem with that. But the fact that they couldn't explain it really got me into reading about what they were doing. And I read their sources, their recommended sources on equity, and it was pretty bad. I mean, if you looked at their statement, uh, one of them was from the Smithsonian Smithsonian Museum, African-American Smithsonian Museum. And it basically talked about um, attributes of whiteness, which... I wasn't sure if I was reading something from the Klan or something from the 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 the, uh, the African American Smithsonian Museum because it basically was saying, oh, if you if you are a hard worker, that's whiteness. If you have an, a, a, a a nuclear family <clears throat> intact, that's whiteness. If you are overachiever, you're or if you work hard uh, to, for results, you're that's that's about whiteness and and we, how we have to eliminate whiteness. I'm thinking. Really, is this really what the school district means? Right. So I, I basically read this to them and I asked them, and there was it was nothing. There was no response to this, and and I'm thinking, what 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 do you, why are you guys doing this? What what who is benefiting from this type of racial discrimination? And it got, came to the point where I said, you know, uh, in 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 the second part was anti-racist, and I said, I'm mm. not sure what that means either, right? right? And the anti-racist, I, I kept asking this, and, and from all the information that they provided on their website, this is North Penn School District Administration provided this on their website. It seemed to me race anti-racist was racist. It's yes. just who you choose to apply the racist, uh, I guess, uh, who you're who you're applying racism uh, against. Mm-hmm. And it seemed it, it seemed like what's again who benefits from this? And this is always my question to the school board: is whenever there's something that seems pretty controversial, I ask them who benefits from this. Because if it does work, if you're saying this implementation will work and it's proven results, I'll listen. But if you're just mm-hmm. saying this is because uh, it's politically uh, expedient because you guys are all on the left and this is what the teachers union wants you to do or this is what the 
the Democratic Party wants you to do, then then we have uh, we have to have more conversations on this. Right. Um, so that's that's basically where uh, I really started di- diving into this, um, right. <clears throat> which sort of dovetails with the um, Sunshine Law. And what mm-hmm. we are finding out is that our school board started when we started turning up the heat on them on these questions, they would start. Uh, going to virtual meetings. Now, back it up a little bit. During COVID, they had virtual meetings because it was required by the state and there was a state order health department requirement. Mm -hmm. And everybody agreed, okay, that makes sense. I mean, as as far as we knew, everything that made a lot of sense to isolate people. Mm -hmm. However, after the COVID, um, after COVID uh, was was basically, or the masking requirement fell away, and uh, and the 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 emergency authorization had had closed off on on the health emergency. They were still doing these virtual meetings, and it turned you know it became obvious that they were doing this with for the purposes of avoiding public comment because they yeah. they didn't want to hear they didn't want to hear they were doing a bad job, right? Um, and they would go so far is to bring in operatives to to talk them up and say how, what a great job they were doing and i know mm-hmm. they are operatives because of uh where these people ended up in political situations later on or you know they didn't actually work for the school later on but they got uh township and borough jobs through the <laughs> through That's a the uh, game. School. It, it's really it's like hey you're gonna buy your support right so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make sure this feels uh, this feels uh, like you're the only one who who thinks this is a problem. Everybody else uh, agrees with you. And you know, luckily there there were some people who also were were had questions about this, but didn't. Some of them were didn't want to speak. You know, it's sort of uh, they were afraid they, there was going to be repercussions on the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a, right. There's there's a lot of people in my district also. That it's just people are so afraid of the backlash that they don't want to speak out. And then every right. time somebody does, they come up like, oh, man, it's really great that you're talking. It's like, man, but if you could just put your butt in a seat, if we can just we, we got to come together, because in all reality, there is a lot more of us than uh, we're led to believe. Right? right. And that's why they did the virtual with you, because God forbid right. that you guys get together all in a meeting and say, hey, there's 20 other people here that think just like me. I had no idea. <laughs> that's you know? exactly true. Right. And, and, and when you're on a virtual call. All you know is that you raise your hand on the Zoom thing to to talk, um, right. but you don't know how they're being the the the, the speakers are being selected, right. and and who gets called in and the order which they're called, and if they don't like what you were saying, they would say we're not talking about that. Thank you very much, and boom, your mic's off, right? So this is where I said. Uh, there, this can't be correct. This is the whole intention of this was to be, you know, is, is to have um, openness so that we know what's right. going on with our tax dollars, right? Yep. This is the whole point. Um, and it all sort of uh, really crystallized with the the uh, right to know is when I went, attended, um, it was an informational uh, seminar from an uh, outfit called uh, Open the Books. And they're out okay. of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, these... <laughs> This, 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 this organization is fantastic in what they're able to tr- achieve in the greater Illinois, Chicago area, because they go in and just needle the, 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 the public uh, 
the bureaucrats who do things wrong until they have to resign or they end up getting arrested. And they, I mean, it's all, they it say, they, they, they basically say, well, here's the law. How does this, how is what you're doing applied to the law? And when they can't answer and they can't answer, it opens up an investigation and then, uh, and then they either remove themselves or are removed by uh, law enforcement. And are they doing you know, that with, are they doing they, it with lawyers? Do they have they, to? Well, they would start it off and sometimes they would have, it would catch the ear of a, a, a budding district attorney or something, and they would okay. get the district attorney on board. Right. Because as you know, Illinois and Chicago in general is the most corrupt city in the nation. Yes. And um, they, they uh, you know, maybe second to Philadelphia or second, Philadelphia is probably second to them. But uh, so everybody is interested in, 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 in getting, you know, they like, oh, we're so corrupt. We need to clean this up. And if, if you basically have, handed them all the data that they need the prosecutors were like let's go we're, we're going to take these guys out I, it's another uh notch in the belt for, yeah, for my prosecution it's, it's a winning case for sure it's a winning case so and yeah. it's real easy yeah. and and basically they got to the point where they're like well you're going to either resign or hand in this to the prosecutor and right. they and i i, I don't remember i want to say they have over three years they 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 had removed i want to say 400 uh bureaucrats in school boards in in um in borough positions in in township positions uh so it, it pretty effective way of of doing things and i was like well you know being being a, a needling jerk or you know use more uh, colorful language i can do that that's <laughs> that's yeah. easy so they they basically said you need to know the right to know law and you need to know the school code law and you can you can burrow in on what they're doing wrong and just keep at them. And they're either going to admit they're wrong or uh, get to the point where it's irrefutably illegal or, or they'll, they'll be embarrassed to do it or, and or uh, um, could be possibly pulled out. So what unlike, have you found? Uh, well, right. And, and unlike, unlike, uh, unlike uh, greater Illinois, Chicago area, um, Montgomery County isn't, isn't real receptive to to uh, corruption in politicians of the same mm -hmm. party as the prosecutor, uh, which really makes it difficult. I mean, you, you, so it's it, we're a little bit we're, we're reliant on the state to come in and do something, but that has limited uh, limited reach as well. So, you know, now it's a point of trying to embarrass them to a point where they actually admit a crime or doing something wrong. And I say a crime, and I'll explain that a little bit more. But mm -hmm. they doing something wrong so that they feel like they need to resign or or step down, what have you. Mm -hmm. um, so when uh, <clears throat> so I started looking at the right to know law, and that I I have we all these things are will will put up as links. I guess is that what we're going to do, Dustin? Is yeah, I I have your links, and I'll add them to this video and the audio. Okay. Um, and you'll be able to click right on it. It'll take you right to the link. Perfect. It'll be in the description. Um, so there, there's Pennsylvania found problem. This was, oh, I can't remember, uh, 20 some odd years ago. And they have uh, the right to know laws, which basically say that if, if there's public money being spent, um, you're allowed to see as a taxpayer, you're allowed to see what's going on in terms of um, the, the, uh, the, the debates and, and the conferences and anything that is sort of public for public uh, disclosure is anything that money is being spent on 
except for personnel matters. So if you have a person, a person who does something wrong and that doesn't need to be disclosed to the public, mm-hmm. or if it's something to do with an ongoing legal case, uh, those things are 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 uh, under a, a shield of of privacy. So when when the school board has a meeting, you are allowed to attend the meeting. If the school board is having a virtual meeting, they're having the virtual meeting at this point because they don't want you there. Right. And, I, and, and, and it's sort of a fine point, but if you look at the right to know law, uh, basically it says, that, and I should probably pull it up and read directly from it. So this is, um, I don't know if you can hear, you can, am I off camera now that you? No, that no, I'm no, no I can see you. You're good. Okay. Um, let me just pull up the, the link right here. Uh, so the right to know law allows public access of all meetings. Uh, sunshine law. So it's, I say right to know or sunshine law is also how it's called. Um, and when you, when you uh, public meeting, uh, open meetings, open meetings, here you go. Seven, uh, so this is title 65 subsection 704 and it's called open meetings official actions deliberations by quorum of members of an agency shall take place at a meeting open to the public uh, unless closed under section 707 relating to exceptions for open meeting um, or relating 708 relating to executive sessions um, or 712 which is the general assembly which we're not talking about here and this is pretty important, meaning that if they want to have, and let, let, me, let me go on a little further before we get there and uh, mm. say the conclusion. So if you look at the, the, the listing of, uh, that's under the open meetings, one of the requirements is public participation. And in public participation allows you as a person at the meeting to object to any violation of the um, the the Sunshine Law. So now, for instance, real quick, but did they make some kind of amendment to this because of the whole COVID situation? Is there is there a virtual acceptance kind of thing? So during COVID, when 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 the health emergency crisis, you know, was called the health emergency, it overrode, and in that 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 legislation, it overrode the 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 um, the, uh, the the Sunshine Law. Where you could have virtual meetings. Okay. With that that was that was formally repealed. Uh, was it um, in July of was the last year? It was about a year ago, right? So they can't uh, the, use that excuse anymore. They can't use that excuse okay. anymore. Okay. Just making uh, sure, because you know. right, right. And, and and so during the meeting, you didn't during COVID, you couldn't really have that argument. After COVID, you right. didn't have that argument. Right. Okay. And. Uh, I don't know if, if anybody who's listening, the school board sees, uh, sees uh, you know, the, the, the school boards will make policy and they, they make policy, uh, you know, to keep, sort of keep order in the meetings, if you will, or for school policy. Uh, they make their own policies for the school and they make policy for meetings. And the policies for the meetings, at least in my school district, were superseding the state law. Now, I got to pause you for a sec. Pennsylvania is known as a state. um, It's called state. 
I, 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 let me give you the exact title. It's called, give me a second. It's part of what's called the Dillon Rule. And Dillon, this was a case that dates back to the 1800s, but basically says that local, uh, state legislators, legislatures, in the state legislature in Pennsylvania is what allows boroughs and townships and municipalities to have to, to form. The state legislator gets to do that. Okay. And the state legislature also forms the school code. And the school districts are considered uh, a municipality. So in when you read the school code, you'll see it will say, um, uh, it will give, it, it says uh, the school, uh, I'm confusing my language here. Uh, they, they consider them a, um, a municipality and they, they, for purposes of the language, but they write the law, so they didn't adopt new language necessarily to write the school code. Um, and in any event, so under uh, the, 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 the Sunshine Law, they are required to have these open meetings where I could go up and object because they decide to shut Dustin's mic off. So right. if they shut your mic off because you're 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 caught them on something, and they're like, "Well, we don't need to hear from you anymore. Uh, you're done," and they shut your mic off. I'm allowed to stand up and object, and they're required to hear my objections. Now, right. interestingly enough, if you were to do this down at Montgomery County when they have their open meetings and you object, they allow you to come up to the mic and you're allowed to explain your objection, and they'll hear the objection. And if they say, "You know, Mr. Lanier, that doesn't really make any sense here." Or that you're right, you have a point. Then they have to, um, they have to, they have to uh, uh, adjust for for uh, their what they were doing. So they would have to allow you to continue to speak, or mm -hmm. they would have to give a explanation as to why they would shut your mic off. So if you were going on a, you know, a, if you're swearing a tirade, then they could say, yeah. well, you're disrupting the the public forum, right. uh, or if you're you're blasting music or talking about something uh not not uh not related to the meeting um but that being said so this one clause in the sunshine law is what tells me that these virtual meetings that they're holding now are strictly for the purposes of eliminating public comment yeah and what came what what brought this all together in my head i, I mean i kind of instinctually knew that because of the way they were treating me and the way they were treating others they would we would get short short mic or shut off, you know, shut down. And the people who came up and had lots of nice things to say to the school board who the school board asked to be there, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. they would, they could go on and on and on and it wouldn't be a problem. Uh, they could, ex they could go far beyond their three minute uh, allotment and, and everything else. Right. What all crystallized is when the state legislature just this year, now this was drafted Okay, let me first. This was uh, uh, this just this year started drafting legislation which would amend the Sunshine Law to allow virtual meetings, mm. right? So it's not allowed because we know that they're drafting legislation to allow this. Because if it was allowed, they wouldn't need to do this, right? So, right, right. Uh, basically, some of the rural school districts, which have a huge square footage area, you know, it might be a hundred or two hundred square miles and it, it it's pretty rural it's difficult when you have to drive 15 20 miles to a meeting location or even more uh mm -hmm. to meet up every week or month or what have you right. so they were trying to do th this week these are this is being drafted by some of these these rural 
rural uh, Congress people um, for purposes of, of facilitating the meetings, not to not to eliminate it. Um, right. And again, that link will be if you want to see the legislation. Uh, it's it's uh, House Bill uh, 2428. And there's you can the markups you can see them as they're marking it up. So it, it, the the last markup was in I think March or April, uh, and they you know somebody will like something, somebody won't, and so this is still a, a work in progress. But clearly, s- virtual meetings are not permitted uh, as they currently stand, mm-hmm. and and that's I, I don't know exactly why uh, you know I. I don't know exactly if they if they're going to include this this um, this uh, objection clause, which is is what I'm actually going to call the uh, one of the congressmen and ask him about. Because if I can't object, then I know that uh, I don't know if if I'm if the person speaking is is being given a fair shot. So if right. somehow they can work all this out, then it's good to go. Well, um, honestly, if if they felt like they were doing the right thing, then why would they have to? do things like this? Why would they have to silence people and not have people there? I mean, if they truly believe that most people feel the way they do and right. most people believe that what they're doing is right, why would they need to silence people? Why would they need to keep you away from the meeting? I mean, it's just, I it, mean, it, that's it's just interesting, you know, right? Yeah. I, it, yeah. I mean, in, in my district, when they did have open meetings, like uh, in-person meetings, they would, they started polling this this year where they would at 24 hours, so Sunshine Law requires you to post when, where, and uh, what time this this meetings are hap- meetings are happening. Mm-hmm. Whether it's virtual or in person, doesn't matter. They they're right. doing it for both, even though they're not allowed to do it for virtual. They would move it. They would move the in person meeting from uh, the high school to one of the middle schools 24 mm-hmm. hours ahead of time. Now, wow. if you if you plan out saying, oh, OK, I'm going to go to the school board meeting at the high school on Thursday and then you you find out that you go there and you realize, oh, no, it's not at the high school. <laughs> it's at the middle school. You actually might miss public comment because that's usually in the beginning. That's pretty that, that's a different situation. <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet. Pretty underhanded. And they would also also uh, throw them public meetings in uh, in-person meetings into virtual because they said oh wait well we don't have space you, know, you don't have space we have we have three middle schools we have a high school and 13 elementaries and you're telling me you, you, there's not a big enough space to have these meetings and uh, it, it, we, we caught them in this as well where they said oh no all the auditoriums and all the schools are being used you know we would only do it at the middle schools well, so we had people go to all these different places, and it turned out only one of them was being used. So they, I mean, they were they were really being disingenuous. What time were these uh, meetings? They, they were just in the they were in the evening. They were at seven o'clock in the evening, and they were like, you know, there, there's a play being rehearsed. You know, the, the uh, school's doing rehearsals, or and it was it was loaded. I mean, they they were just making this up, and then they used the excuse they weren't feeling safe. They, and I was how's how not safe, and mm. whether it was from COVID or it was because uh, they, they, you know, they were scared that the public comment was going to hurt their feelings so much that they had to have police show up. And, you know, it was really, it was really crazy. I mean, there, I will say there was one meeting where um, people were saying things to the school board and they weren't liking it. And 
I tell, I'm not kidding you when I tell you this. The school board president's husband got up and stood as close as I am to the computer in a guy's face who was saying something negative about the school board. And and he looked and he was real cool about it. He kind of looked over and said, "Can I help you? You know, what are you doing?" And it kind of it kind of you know it, it made people like, "What are you doing?" You know, everybody kind of got in an uproar. And then they 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 adjourned the meeting really quickly. And the police were called. And it was like, "What? Wow. <laughs> why are you trying to intimidate somebody?" For, yeah, that's what uh, it is. They they're trying to give you guys the runaround, and then they're trying to intimidate you. See. My district is just uh, they're still allowing people to talk and we could pretty much say whatever we want besides cursing or anything like that. But they just ignore us. You know what I mean? Right. And right. They, they just act like they don't have to listen to any of us. But that is pretty interesting. The fact that they're giving you guys that that kind of well, run see, around and what? you have you have a couple people uh, uh, favorable or, you know, uh, people on the board on your school board who who, who will hear you out. Right. I mean, that you have some we have three. Yeah. Right. So. Which is great because the one board member can say, no, no, I'd like to hear more of what Dustin says. Right, right. right? And they can hear it out. And, and there's really nothing that the other school board members can do. Mm. We don't have any of that. Now, everybody is wow. is as a uh, is very woke and very, um, very political. So my question real quick, that's interesting, because if there is a lot of parents that feel the way that you do, which I, I've heard about, uh, you said North Penn, right? Yeah. I've heard about that. I've, I've actually talked to other parents that feel the same way in your area, and I've heard it was pretty bad. But um, so how do these people get in? I mean, are you seeing a lot of people that are extremely woke in your area? I mean, no. how, how is so how no. does this happen? That's a good, really good question. I mean, I, I think I, I think there, there's sort of this this apathy that a, a lot of parents have. And I, I applaud you. I mean, you have younger kids than I and then getting mm. in, you know, being involved with this at a, at when your kids are a lot younger is really important. Yeah. I mean, for years and years, we had a fairly balanced sort of apolitical school board. There were mm -hmm. some things you liked, some things you didn't like, but for the most part, you didn't really care. 2016 is when there was this massive shift from, uh, you know, sort of this standard Trump. conservative thing to this hyper woke school board. Yeah. And they proceeded to drive out the the few conservative members that were still there mm. and and for our type our size school district our classification of school district it is decided by uh, popular vote of the remaining school board members who gets to finish out their term so they got mm. rid of conservative people or you know fair-minded people and uh brought in lackeys who would just agree with them and wow they did this to all of the conservatives that were there. Or I, I keep saying conservatives. I don't know if they're conservatives. I know they were they were more fair-minded for sure. I right. don't know uh, just, political just people that look at things uh, right and wrong instead of right and left. Exactly. I mean, like I have teacher friends, and I know they're not they're not aligned with me necessarily politically. They're to mm -hmm. the left of me for sure. Mm -hmm. But they are fair-minded people. And the, right. they, these are the teachers that come to me, you know, I, I'll strike up a conversation. And they may or may not know that I, I'm pretty active, you know, talking, speaking out against the school board. But they'll say the biggest problem I'm seeing is that there's no discipline. And this kind of tails yes. into one of the, the policy is that the equity policy says that which, which which kills me because there's, you know, our demographic is I want to say 13 percent of the demographic is is black for 
eight or 10% is Hispanic. We mm -hmm. have a pretty large Indian, pretty large um, Asian population and 50 some odd percent white. As most areas. <laughs> As most areas, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you're telling me that it's only kids that are not white that are getting in trouble? Because I know that's not true. I had three uh, sons. I have yeah. three sons. <laughs> I know for sure. <laughs> For right. sure that that white kids are getting in trouble because uh, yeah. My, well, yeah, I'm not saying anything bad about my kids. I love my boys, but they, you know, they're boys. And <laughs> in, boys. in middle school, boys are, are um, they, the brains shut off, you know, and they yeah. become very uh, testosterone driven. Yeah. Um, so th all that being said, it's like it, it, they're saying in third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh or sixth grade, up to sixth grade, kids are way overacting in class in in, yep. in shutting down classes by throwing fits and tearing up the school the, the the classroom and it's so disruptive i mean the kids that want to be there to learn or are at least not acting out can't because there's such there's such a commotion going on behind them and so the, so how do you how do you reconcile this why 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 is this positive and, and so my mm -hmm. question isn't you know you know, I hear this is happening at the schools is you look at that, you dive into the school district's own data and you say, mm -hmm. why are um, why are discipline issues on the rise? Why are um, you know, why is suicide, suicidal ideation on the rise? Why mm -hmm. are there all these conflicts between kids? We had a huge, you know, they made it uh, made it out to be a big racial fight between um some some girls uh and one of the girls was uh a muslim uh, she was black muslim and the other girls were white and i you know the word on the street is <laughs> from and the word on the street being my kid who goes to the school with them said those all those girls are, are friends there was no racial thing it was had right. to do with something the girls were, were all mm -hmm. worked up about it had nothing to do with race but it became a big racial issue and we got a lot of press and there was all sorts of problems. The NAACP and this bunch of people and this bunch of people showed up and it had nothing to do with being Muslim because the Muslim community people were like, we're here to learn. We're not here to have a lot of nonsense. So let's not make this or pretend this is a religious issue um, in any event. Uh, well, it's funny. It's funny you say that because I was just. Uh at a little uh, sit and chat thing with the superintendent of my district yesterday uh, with other parents. And, you know, I always, I brought up, you know, the CRT, the gender ideology, all the emotional, social and emotional learning stuff and and uh, and the violence, too. But every other parent was that was there brought up the violence. Yeah. I don't even know how bad it really was because I'm just now about to have a child go to the high school. But apparently the, the violence is is very bad. Right. Yeah. And and, yeah. and they don't even bat an eye at that. You know, they're, they're pretending like I mean, there's so many people left the district just because of the violence and stuff in the high school. Yeah. Right. And and instead of looking at that, like, OK, we're doing something wrong. They just double down on this stuff, which is crazy because. I mean, it, like you said, there's no discipline. And and even parents that were there, you could tell that they weren't uh, the way that I am, you know, super pro America and right, I'm right, right. vocal about my stuff. You could tell some of them didn't even really want to be there. but even but even them, whether they're left leaning or not, they're definitely not on my side a hundred percent. Even them were like, we need discipline. You know, right. it, it's getting to a point where, I mean, you don't have to be on the right to, to say kids need to get in trouble again. I mean, yeah. kids used to get suspended. Kids used to get sent to juvenile hall if it got bad right. enough. I mean, there, there's a kid that uh, 
attacked uh, an administrator in my district. Right. Assault, right? Nice. One week there was a couple a couple of incidents where the cops had to come, and they're not changing anything. I yeah. mean, why aren't we uh, disciplining anymore? I mean, it's just setting these kids up for failure because they're they're like literally letting the children run the show. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's what they're doing. It, and I mean, I don't mean this to sound as bad as it is, but younger kids are sociopaths, right? They're completely self-absorbed, yeah. they, right? Yeah. They want everything from that. They only see it. And it's our jobs of parents to say, you know, I understand what you're saying, but, uh, you know, your friend here or whatever wants to use, you know, wants to use the toy as well. You, you can't just take it for yourself. And, you, and they're using it. You can't just take it because they want this. This is what you do as parents. And, it's, and kids start to develop a, a, a sense of empathy, if you will. And mm. the school here now is saying uh, it's not the parents job. We're going to install the empathy, but not the way you want to install the empathy. Right. Here. The, the empathy isn't going to be based upon the individual and how the individual is behaving towards another kid. The empathy is going to be based upon whether what what intersectionality the kids have with each other meaning mm -hmm. if you are a white male you are supposed to be completely empathetic to everybody else you're the, right. you're the, the the top of the food chain of problems right mm -hmm. and this sounds like I'm, I'm concerned about my kid and i it really isn't but i just i see this is how it's working out and if you're a white female you, you again you have uh you have you are you have to have more empathy for everybody else uh except for white males. And then and then you can keep ratcheting it down until this has nothing to do with your behavior towards somebody because if you're acting like a jerk towards somebody and you're and you're into, and you're uh, instigating a problem that kid is the one who gets the the kid who's acting like the jerk who's being disrespectful being uh, uh, obnoxious to another kid, you know, picking a fight, that's the mm -hmm. kid who gets in trouble. I don't right. care who they are, what they are, what they look like. That's the kid gets in trouble, right? Right. Right. And if it's my kid, it's my kid. If right. it's not my kid, then then okay, I'll, fine. But I'm mostly concerned that you know I want to make sure my kid is behaving correctly. And I forever always gave the benefit of the doubt to the administrators and the teachers, and I'd always side with them if my, they said my kid did something. I'm like, why why would the teacher be lying about this? I, and I don't think they were. Don't get me wrong. I just think it's changed now. Yeah. The change is, is more based upon an equity lens is how yep. it is. Everything is about equity. Yeah. Um, and, and that's dangerous because, I mean, well, first off, statistically, um, all this, all, all that conversation about white males and this and that is, is, is bullcrap, right? Yeah. Uh, when it comes down to like, you know, most violence. And a lot of it is because fatherless homes and stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, like, if we are so deep into this race card and want to pretend like it's the 60s and stuff like that, um, I mean, Martin Luther King, he said it himself. For some reason, we don't want to you know, follow these these great leaders anymore, because if you listen to what he said, you base it off the character, not the color. Right. Thank you. Yeah. But for some exactly. reason, we are basing everything off of color. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, no, I, I know. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a white male. Um, when I dropped my son off to some of his friends who aren't white they're living in a way nicer house they're extremely polite they have both parents now that goes against crt well, 
right? You didn't you know you had that parents. much privilege. You you have you're so privileged, us you don't even realize you have privilege. See, that's right. that's that's a joke. It's like one of the meetings, one of the 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 school board's operatives got up and said was talking about my privilege as as a, and I'm like, and I and I, and I basically replied to. It, can you tell me my privilege? Because I don't feel it. I want to know what my privilege is. Right. And it's like, do you know me? Because if you know me, tell me what my privilege is. I want to see how my kids are being benefited by the fact that right. I'm white. I want mm-hmm. to know that. I want to know why my kid whose who's best friend is, uh, his parents are, are Nigerian immigrants, who's a way better student than my kid, mm-hmm. right? He's way better student. Yep. And, he, and I'm like, yeah, you go hang out. With, I'm not going to say his name, but you go hang out with him. Maybe he can help you with your homework. Maybe you can get maybe someone that, yes. that, that, right. that, that good behavior will rub up some of it. Right. It's like, and, and the parents are awesome. The kids are awesome. The way yeah. the older right. brother dealt with the younger brother. It's like, that's how I want you guys to, how do you get the kids? Right. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's funny because on a social level, nobody really thinks like that. What they're trying to teach in the schools. Right. Like, I don't yeah. look at anybody like their color. Like, and I, I haven't really felt like anybody looked at me for, about, by my color. You know, when I've right. seen these parents and met and shook their hands and had conversations yeah, yeah. with them, it's funny because most of the people that are uh, they're acting like are underprivileged didn't know they were underprivileged until the school yeah. told them every day that they were. Exactly. And now, and and that doesn't sink in with kids that are necessarily. If they just started this nonsense in 2016, it's not going to start with the kids that are in high school. You gotta have a harder chance convincing them of that. Right. But when you start with little kids, right? This is where the infection starts. The infection starts with 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 sowing disunity among younger kids. Mm-hmm. Kids that are friends all of a sudden have to look at each other yes. as as somebody one has more privilege than the other. And right. and you're just what why is this beneficial? Well, um, I, I mean, here's another big thing. There's so many interracial families now. How do you explain that? I mean, my family's interracial. How do you explain that to my kid, my nephew, who are mixed? How do you explain that? Yeah, it's like, really? It's like, I, I'm, thinking, I was like I'm trying I try to think like, I, I, I think one? most of my, 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 it's like my, my older kid, you know, he, he, his friend with the Nigerian kid, his other friend wasn't the best student, but he was, uh, he's, he is, he's just the best human being you would ever meet. Like he mm-hmm. was such a thoughtful kid and he was, he was pretty religious. You know, I, I'm, I'm not the most religious person. This kid was very mm-hmm. religious and he was sitting with my, my son. This is in sixth or seventh grade and they're on the computer, you know, and I have one eye on the computer. I'm checking the network, making sure I got all the filters on and everything because I don't want them to do anything wrong. And I see this kid pull out the scriptures. It's a small one. It's a small pocket-sized Bible. And he's looking at that. And my kid starts saying, what are you doing? That's silly. And, he, and I'm thinking, no, that's not silly. If right. he's not feeling right about something and he's going to that so that he can reassure himself, Right. Do what he's telling you to do. Follow him because he's going in the right path. Mm-hmm. And he is the best freaking kid. I, he, I still see him today. And he's mm-hmm. still a super individual. Great, mm-hmm. great person. Like yep. everybody's rooting for him because everybody likes him. Uh, and he is a religious kid, but he's not. It's awesome. He's a great kid. And my other, my, other, my middle son's best kid comes from is biracial too. <laughs> right. 
didn't didn't know there was privilege there. I don't, I, really, you got to be kidding me. It's, it's really it's a tough conversation, but if you're you have to be truthful about it, right? And and if yeah. and if God forbid you speak the truth these days, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a homophobe, you're transphobe. Right. But man, I. I I'm gonna still stand tall and speak the truth every damn day because that's yeah, what you that's have what to you do. Need man. To do. You gotta that get back to it. Definitely what you need to. You and and I I honestly think I've I have sort of lost some friends or distanced some people because I, I speak out and mm-hmm. and I and I'm I'm my whole point is this if if you are concerned that I'm going to because I have I think that people should be treated based upon their character, not the color of their skin, um, then that's the problem that my friend has. And I, I'll still be friends with you, but if you're going to, I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to apologize for, for being, for, for doing what is societally better. I'm right. not, I'm not a deconstructionist when it comes to society. Our imperfect society that's working to better itself through generation after generation. Right. We weren't perfect in the past. We're not right. perfect now, but we're moving in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, what, well, we were, right? I mean, we were. Like growing up, I'm 34 years old. Growing up, there wasn't any race conversations. Everybody was just together. We all loved right. each other, right? That's why there's so many interracial babies these days. But then but now all of a sudden, I'm so, like with, with all these recent race issues, how is nobody thinking like, hmm, um so for the last 30 years or so, I, I haven't had any of these issues. Now, all of a sudden, in 2022, I'm supposed to believe that we have all these race issues naturally, right? It's just always been there, even though nobody has seen it this entire time. Right. So and right. how are we not looking at that as like, maybe we're doing something wrong? The fact that there's more race issues in 2022 than there was in, say, 1999. Right. You know what I mean? right. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, where where is the genesis of all of this this racism? And it's like really because I went to I didn't I grew up in upstate New York. My my high school was, you know, heavily integrated mm-hmm. just because of the way it was. It wasn't intentionally, you know. And I remember a kid that came in from somewhere in the Midwest. I could tell you his name, but I'm not going to say it. I've used this story with my kids, but. This kid, and we'll call him uh, Johnny, Johnny from sort of the South, came in and had some choice words for uh, a black kid that I knew really well, who wasn't terribly intimidating, but everybody liked and everybody knew. And we were just like, everybody looks at him like, what are you saying? You know, why would you say that? And it turns out um, the kid, the black kid, Maurice, uh, let Johnny have it. And we had to mm-hmm. pull him off and say, all right, you know, Johnny, you're in the wrong here. You know, pack off. It's like we don't we don't want Maurice to get in trouble by beating the beating you till you're in the hospital. But what right. are you doing? Why are you right. why are you just what are you doing? We're all here. We're you know, we were at a high school party or something. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. Why why is that the first thing that comes to your mind? You it's the problem with you, not not anybody yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, absolutely. Right? right. If you're thinking that you're thinking that way, you're, that's the problems with you. Um and, and 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 it's it's exactly the same thing. That's sort of the same thing now. Is that the school board is Johnny, and they're telling me there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with your kid because of the. I'm like, oh, the, the, what? How do? You, how can you make right. that judgment? I mean, but but like, but that side of the story is 
uh, well, the truth, the truth, you know, like moral of the story is that most of the people at that party were like, Johnny, what the hell are you talking about? Right. You know, like that's and that's what all these districts are doing. They're well, we're all getting together. Like, what? what when did this about? start? Yeah, you know, right. Like, <laughs> it's like, was I unaware of something? You know, it's right. like, it's a it's a joke. My 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 oldest is you know he's he's I'm gonna figure out how to make passive income, and I'm like, well, you got the passive part down. Are you do you have a skill set that I'm gonna wonder if what? Oh, hi. No, it's like right. Where does this problem exist? Where mm. does it exist? Because if it really does, let's address that specifically. If it doesn't exist, then then don't make it. I mean, if if there's if there's uh, kids that are getting in trouble because they're they're black and there's some teachers that seem to have a racial bias, I'm all about that. Let's figure that out because right. if they're giving the white kid the pass because he's white, oh yeah, that's white, wrong. Right, that's wrong. Right, mm-hmm. the kid is in, the kid who who does the wrong thing gets in trouble. If the kid if 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 there's um how about unequal outcomes based upon race, then that's a problem. Right. But it's still a problem if you say, uh, we're going to apply, we're going to um, give certain people that fit racial categories, uh, we're going to put all of our education efforts in this group. Mm-hmm. Well, then then that short comes, that short shorts everybody else who who isn't in that, that doesn't right. meet your profile. Right. And it's 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 like I understand if that's an issue. Yeah, all right, let's. Work. I want to bring every kid who's not doing well up, right? Let's mm-hmm. bring everybody up because yeah, it yeah. has to do with their mind. Doesn't have mm-hmm. to do with the color of their skin. And if they can if they can do better educationally, then they'll do better uh, in life. Right. Yeah. I mean, in my district, growing up, you know, we had the classes where the kids that needed more help. It's like the special ed yeah. classes or whatever. You know, they just needed extra help. Um. And those classrooms were completely diverse. It wasn't all black kids. It wasn't right, all Hispanic right. kids. It was a mixture of everybody. Right, right. You know, right. I mean, and that's what you do. You say, okay, so these, these kids need a little bit more help. You know, we can have extra study time for them, or whatever. But we can't say, we know they're going to need help. We know they're not going to need help. You can't do that. You don't know yeah. that. It yeah, is- no, for sure. That's exactly it. And, and you know, and here's it. It, 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 that when you said that, it, it triggered in my mind something that makes a lot of sense. And I, I know that there are some uh, private schools that do this is kids that are that have it like they know math really well or, mm-hmm. or they got they got the history because they, they read it because they're really interested. They help the kids that aren't getting it. And right. And, it, and, the, and the reason is because kids, even though they might be on different levels of understanding of the subject, know how to communicate with each other in yeah. a way that you and I Absolutely. can't communicate, right? Yep. So the, you develop you develop some empathy in the kid who knows something, who is helping somebody in a way that isn't obnoxious. You're helping mm-hmm. the kid and in these are the these are the positive ways of developing empathy. Not forcing yep. empathy because you're saying uh that kid has less than you. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh I'm going to tell you. So I want to give you this example. Mm-hmm. In our district it, I came to find out they're doing these things called privilege walks. Oh, wow. And I don't know if you've heard of these, but basically nope. they line every all the kids up against the, the the chalkboard. And the teacher proceeds to ask questions. And each question that is affirmed, you step forward. Oh, yes, 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 right? yes, yes, yes. yes. Yep. So you ask, they ask, you know, uh, if you have, do you have an iPhone or uh, 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 an Android phone? Right. 
I don't know why that makes a difference, but okay. Uh, right. <laughs> if you have two parents at home, step forward. Uh, if your parents from the cops, step forward. if you are the, the if you're if you have uh, if your skin's the same color as this band aid, step forward. If you and every right. time the kid steps forward, he has to turn around and apologize to the person in back. Wow. Him. Now, two things are really wrong with that. One is the kid stepping forward. He's he's in a situation uh, that's not always of his is none of it's of his making. Right. This none is. Yeah. Right? I'm sorry. I both been parents. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Right. And wow. the kid that's against the board. How the hell does he feel? Right. How. Right. The, right. How. How crappy does that kid who's like, what the hell? Right. Mm -hmm. And the school board denied this and denied this and denied this. And they they got they said the choicest words to me. This isn't happening. You're making it up. This is all a bunch of lies until until a a graduating senior. Who um, who was actually sort of on the left Mm -hmm. said. Stop saying this isn't happening. It is happening. It makes people feel badly. It's not positive. It, and, he, and he said to them, and he was super articulate. He's, he's speaking better than I am. He's like, what benefit is derived from making kids apologize for their, their you know, immutable characteristics? It's nothing. Right. That is terrible. You know, you, you're, you, this is really bad. And after he said that, I mean, first of all, I was like, thank you. I was completely vindicated for calling, calling mud on this. But they still now, to this day, deny that they, oh, it only happened one time in one classroom, one time, you know? And I'm like, no, it's, it has, it's, I've had multiple people come up and say, oh yeah, that happened to my kid. And yeah, thanks for saying something, but they didn't want to say anything, right? So they, they found it wrong, but didn't want to say anything. Wow. Uh, And and so that, that kind of crap is still happening. Um, We're kind of, we're kind of, we could go on and on about all of this stuff. Um, well, well, to wrap it up, let's do like another five more minutes, maybe. Uh, it'll be an, a good hour, right? Um, so how 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 much uh, what advice uh, would you have for the parents that want to use some of the things that you were talking about? Um, okay, so I talked a little things. bit about the sunshine law. Let me also get into the school code a, a little bit because. Okay, yeah, just go ahead. Yeah, we can. Yeah, go. the school code, um, the, the sunshine law sort of allows you to get some information. The okay. school. The school code is what you use to challenge the the district on what they're doing, and okay. um, and this again will all be linked. But uh, let me let me give you some 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 codes that um, are pretty important. And if you read the school board board code, which was written in 1949, so it, it is certainly dated. It's been amended a, you know, hundreds of times. Um, they have some. You know, sometimes you can read it and you can realize that there's uh, it, it takes a little bit because they're using sort of antiquated language. Mm-hmm. But um, there are some and, and another thing to, to 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 remember is there are some things in the school code which are required. They'll say, you know, this school board must do this. They shall do this. And there's other things that they say they may do this or they can do this. Right. So. Um, the the way the school boards, at least in my understanding, the reason why they're able to implement equity or they're li- implementing um, trans uh, affirming mm-hmm. classes or, or uh, lessons is because one of the rules is allows them to implement rules and regulations 
reasonable rules and regulations that they need to operate a, a school system smoothly. You know, I'm positive there was no intention that the the writers of the school code wanted anything to do with this, but right. who knew it was there, right? I mean, who 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 back in 1949 would say that guy has got a dress on? He's a woman. No, right. None of them would do that, right? They would say, "Oh, right. that's a guy with a dress on." Mm-hmm. Um, but now the languages needs to adopt to the psychosis of that person as opposed to what what we we know is actual. Right. Um, and that sounds harsh, but it's, you know, I can get into the details on that. And I, I, well, in all reality, it's, it's really right. it's really bad. The whole transgender thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, in all reality, like I uh, there was a bunch of like tomboys, girls that were like, you know, yeah, right. sports, it was tougher. Um, that's like the new trans these days. Right. I mean, because. Right. If, if there's tomboys now, oh, they're then they want to be boys. Right. But it's funny because all the tomboys, the girls that I knew when I was growing up are now married to men, very feminine, have kids. Right. And, you know, these days it's just like they're so quick to get puberty blockers or transition into surgeries even. It's really disturbing. It is disturbing. disturbing. And, uh, again, we could do a whole – I have a lot of – of statistics on this you can and get back it, on here trust yeah me. yeah and 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 it just it's it's you you're going to increase the number of suicides in your yep. school district promoting this number yep. this stuff and and this is this is hard facts from countries mm-hmm. which are much more liberal than we are have socialized medicine and they're like put the brakes on it we can't do this anymore right uh, kids are killing themselves mm-hmm. yeah i'm going to table that but so the school code sections that we you might want to focus on um are the section uh 407 which is rules and regulations okay um and uh section uh 610 which is use of school uh, illegal use of school funds it says use of school funds illegal use um and section 771 which is display of the united states flag development of patriotism and flag patriotism Hmm. Sorry, flag and patriotism. Um, and there's a couple other and, and see how how far we go here. But so the strategy that I've started to implement is when the the our solicitor, which is right. So we, you know, we pay for us uh, the school board to have a solicitor who comes hmm. up and we we pay them. And then if they get in trouble legally for doing something we pay the solicitor to defend the school board oh. for doing illegal stuff. It's fantastic, right? It, it's right, really, right. really good. It's, system. it's sort of cooked that way. However, the solicitor said, oh, well, we, as long as, you know, we, we, they're allowed, they have, we have to make reasonable uh, curriculum. So I say, oh, okay. Now, is it reasonable to lower academic standards in the name of equity? And, and then just leave it there, let it hang. Because that's, a, is it reasonable? Because it don't, you know, and then you might, re- is it reasonable? I, I don't find it reasonable. Is right. it reasonable to introduce kids as young as kindergarten to gender fluidity and, and transgender um, uh, development? And I mean, that's a, and if they sit there and don't say anything, they might comment, well, we don't need to answer your question. Well, of right. course you don't need to answer it, but not answering it says a lot. Right. You do think it's reasonable. Mm-hmm. And and here the, this is more of sort of 
public humiliation a little bit and calling them out for what they're doing because they are they are doing these things under the reasonable clause. Right. And how is it reasonable to do these sorts of things? And because like if, for instance, there was a school district in in um, in Delaware, let's say, that did all these different sort of things. And it turns out it worked fabulously and all the kids ended up, you know, uh, doing really well and killing it on the SATs and were able to Mm -hmm. go to four year academic, you know, four year institutions on a ride, whatever. You would say, well, I want to do what they're doing down there in Delaware. So the the question is, is how does any of this, how does uh, equity improve academics? And and if they can't answer that, then you're like, that's that's a reasonable question, right? Mm -hmm. How does it, because I want to know how it does. How does uh, uh, talking to kids about transitioning from one sex to the other increase education? Doesn't. It doesn't. And, and right. if they can't answer this question, then you 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 can only conclude it's it's not reasonable. Yeah, I brought this up. I brought this up. Well, I brought this up at meetings too. But I brought it up yesterday with the superintendent, and I said, I said, so that we we know as a fact that the academic level of the district has dropped. The test scores have dropped dramatically over the last you know so many years in this right. district. And for some reason, they're not um, relating it to the fact that. It started dropping dramatically when they started introducing this equity stuff, right? And so and focusing on social and emotional learning instead of actual education. Um, and he he had no answer. He didn't. Yeah, he, he just kind of moved on. He said, "Oh well, we need time for other parents." I'm like, so now I'm sitting here in front of you at a chat where you are supposed to respond to me, and you're still not giving me the answer that I'm looking for, or an answer at all. Which goes right. to show you that they are aware that this is not helping these kids academically. Right. And so the question now is, why are you continuing? You know, we have the data to prove that ever since we started implementing these things, the the test scores have dropped. Yeah. And we we aren't changing anything about it. We're not doing anything different. Instead, we're adding more social and emotional learning and gender and race. It's it blows my mind. It, it, It is. It is amazing that that they realize that it's lowering academics. And now now they're trying to change the way they measure success. Yep. And and this is being, you know, on on the, you know, if you back up and you you kind of see where this is coming from, this this has always been a driver of the teachers union. I don't think teachers mm-hmm. individually, I think most right. teachers individually are awesome. I think there are some yeah. that are not, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, there are the standard bell curves are really great teachers. There's the really bad teachers and most of them fall in the middle. Yep. Um, but I, I think most of them are probably pretty honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they know what they're trying to do, uh, even if they're not the best teacher, but they're not creating a problem. They're just right. not as effective. Um, so if they are, if this teachers union wants to eliminate standards so that they, they can, that teachers aren't judged upon their success and can reach their higher paying, um, threshold more quickly. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a couple of things that, that, uh, teachers are paid upon. One is how long they've been a teacher. Right. And the other one, I believe, has to do with how they um, how their performance 
what their performance uh, matrix is, metric is. Yeah, following the guidelines. That that's the incentive. Right. Mm-hmm. So if 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 following the guidelines is reducing is 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 reducing uh, performance of the students, then the problem isn't the guidelines, according to the right. problem is the measurement. We don't yeah. want to measure how successful students are. Right, 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 right. So they want to eliminate standards altogether so that everybody, you know, in the name of equity, we have um, uniformity that everybody is mediocre. So we want mm-hmm. the mediocrity to rule the roost. They mm-hmm. want the middle of the bell curve to be flat. It's just everybody is the same and everybody is average. Mm-hmm. Sounds a little bit politically like Marxism or communism to me. And right. maybe there's a reason for that. Yeah. Um, but it's basically uh, like a, it's basically like a Hitler blonde hair, blue eye kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. They all got to be the same. They all got to be the same. Right. They, they, they want, you know, the, the, the whole purpose of, of communism is to is to uh, aggregate the wealth of of uh, aggregate the the the, um, the funds of the, the wealthy to the the working class and everybody is paid the same no matter what they do uh and this is sort of the same thing regardless of your ability to do uh mathematics or or history or whatever uh we want everybody to have the same measurement mm-hmm. I, I how that that works out in the long term is not so strong not so good right if right if do you do you want to go to see the doctor who got on on because they're really uh um they have great credentials and they they but they don't know anything or would you prefer to go to the doctor who uh who know who is who's absolutely awesome at what they do uh but doesn't necessarily have the great credentials so where right. they're trying to give the credentials as being they're trying to short short change the development of excellence by by giving them a credential without actually mastery of the subject matter Right, right. And this is this is the goal of the teachers union, both the National Education um, Association, um, NEA, yeah, uh, yeah, and NEA, and um, was it called the Act or what's the other one? American Federation Teachers, I forget. Uh, AF, ATF, American Teachers Federation. Um, in any event, both of them have a drive for you know, uh, marginality, they, they, or, or I should say, um, everything should be mediocre. Everybody's going to be the same in the outcome. Yeah. Well, uh, Randy, uh, Randy Weingarten or whatever her name is, right. when it runs the teacher, she's far, she's far left. She, she's horrible. Yeah. And she, she's, yeah, she's the, in charge of the, uh, American Federation of Teachers, the AFT yeah. or right. ATF. What, I forget which I'm not is. even sure. American Teachers Federation or American Federation of Teachers. I forget. Um, the NEA, however, is I think more dominant in Pennsylvania. The NEA gives a lot of money to guess who? The Pennsylvania School Board Association. Which is also not very great. Right. Pennsylvania School Board Association, all the school board members are are automatically pushed into that. I think they're auto- they don't need to be pushed into that. There's an alternative, but um, I don't think it's well publicized. But the 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 that organization, the Pennsylvania School Board Association, gives money to people who almost exclusively exclusively democrat candidates mm-hmm. so they're loading they're, they're sort of tipping the scales here it's like they're, they're, if you're running for school board you, there's no way you get the same funding 
if you're not a Democrat as you do as right. a Republican, you get right. money from the teachers union indirectly, which right. has a lot of money, which comes from our tax dollars. Right? So we mm-hmm. pay taxes, goes to the teachers. Teachers are forced to give it to the union. The union turns around, gives it to the school board association who gives it to Democrat candidates. And you're mm-hmm. thinking, this, this seems like a loaded process. And, and, and it's one of those things that you wouldn't really care about until it really starts negatively affecting education and yeah. you see it and you know you see it currently acting out with what you said horrible behavior problems lots of fights yeah. lots of yep. issues um uh but so you know th- there's the 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 reasonable thing that's that's a strong argument i think to make to the school board because i think uh legally it's going to be a, a, a tough road to hoe in montgomery county pennsylvania yes um if it you is. can, if you can convince, if they can, if they utter certain words, where they let the, the their guard down and they say, oh yeah, well this it's not about the success of students, it's about the equity outcome, mm-hmm. uh, then you might have something. But the at least our school board has been instructed to remain silent. Like I'm an interrogating police officer, mm-hmm. they don't respond. Yeah, they don't <laughs> respond here either. Right. They, the solicitor says don't respond because mm-hmm. they don't want to they don't want to give up the goods. Um, yeah. Actually, in the beginning of every uh, before the public comments that uh, our director actually says that they aren't they won't respond. There's no communication between the board and the and the, the person who's commenting, uh, though. They said they'll, they'll address it at the end, but they never do. Right. They don't. They, right. They want they don't want feedback. They right. just want to say what they want to say, mm-hmm. and it's very usually dismissive language, or yep. they they misconstrue what you're saying intentionally, mm-hmm. and and answer you in a way that you're saying something outrageous or asking right. something outrageous, you know? And right. you're like, eh, it's not what I said at all, right? <laughs> so, right. Um, and and we're going on here, but uh, one one other quick one is the the um, the uh, Section 771, which is displaying the United States flag. Now, I didn't. I, this sounds silly, but there's some there's some things in here that will needle your school board if they're if they're kind of woke. It is a requirement for every classroom to have the United States flag hanging in. Every single classroom is required, really? hmm. and they are to teach. Um, I think it's seventh graders are to receive a booklet about uh, the flag code. There's a there's a U.S. flag code and it has to do with instilling patriotism and understanding the the uh, you know the American society and history and 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 what you're doing and why you're doing this. Um, you know, some people say, oh, that's indoctrination or or what have you. Or, right. Fine, but it's it's the law, mm-hmm. and if they're not doing it, they're breaking the law. So this is one of those reasonable things. Is it reasonable for you to break the flag? Uh, Section 771 of uh, the PA school code is there a flag um and if you look at the there are to they are the school board is to follow the flag code which mm-hmm. i also linked to in here which okay. has a couple of choice things um one of them being uh the the united states flag should not have another flag hanging on the same flagpole and never should another flag be higher than the united states sign flag uh, United States flag and there's there there's one exception that has to do with with uh, um, uh, religion uh, in the military but we'll, we'll, don't worry about that but yeah, yeah. so if they're hanging a pride flag on the same flagpole as as United States flagpole that's not permitted 
It is not permitted. It's in the it's in the U.S. flag code because it is that is actually considered a, um, an advertisement of an endorsement by the United States government. And maybe today it is, but that's not legal. Mm. What that means, I don't think you go to jail for breaking the flag code. It's just something I think. Um, and you know, certainly having requiring to have a flag in every classroom is going to be bothersome for them. Um, they're not to have, have a pride flag or a BLM flag or any flag of any country hanging higher than the United States flag and not on the same, uh, I think not even on the same wall. So if it's a, right. like you have your flag hidden you know, up correctly where the, mm. the, the blue field is out to the left uh, to the viewer, uh, there's nothing else to be on that, that wall. Right. Um, so that's, that's what the flag code is. And it's, it's a way to kind of, uh, uh, needle the the school board a little bit. I mean, I'm not sure there's any real actionable thing on that, but other than to say, is it reasonable for you not to follow the school board code? Because right. they're saying you need to do this. And if you don't like it, what do you do? You have your, your legislature change the law. If it's not changed, then you need to follow the law. If it's mm. reasonable to follow the law. Uh, yeah. And uh, one other last one here, I know I've been kind of going on a lot, no, you're uh, is is the um, is section 610 use of school funds illegal use so this has very declarative language and proving it is going to need some some legal minds here i mean i'm not a lawyer i should have said that in the beginning but i've read through this and i've actually pressure tested some of this uh, against a lawyer a friendly lawyer and they said yes you're correct uh, but you're going to have a hard time having a judge even hear this because it's true. Uh, but you're finding sympathetic ear is going to be be tough. Mm. But I'm going to just read this real quick because it's it's pretty short. Yeah. Uh, use of school funds, illegal use. The board of school directors in every school district shall have the right to use uh, and pay out in the manner herein provided any funds of the district for any and all of the purposes there, therein provided, subject, uh, subject to all the provisions of this act, the use or payment of any public school funds of any school district in any manner or for any purpose not provided in this act shall be illegal. Mm. So here is something very actionable. I don't see equity in the school board code. Right. And I don't see transgenderism in a in the school board code. Of course not. How are the how are you buying books? How are you buying trans flags? How are you buying exactly. any of this stuff? Because exactly. if you're buying it, you're using it illegal, you know, it's illegal use. Right. Yeah. You know? that, my district has the Pride Progress flag uh in like this heart with the slogan and all. It's in the floor mats, it's hanging on posters on the wall um it's everywhere it's in every right. email it's, it's all over the place but yes they actually got like the, the mats made with it in it so right. somebody they're using money right to promote the pride progress flag which right. is how right 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 they're pr it, which is exactly true which kind of dovetails with one last i keep saying there one last thing which is um prohibited instruction <laughs> and mm -hmm. prohibited instruction says 
nothing in this article shall be con uh, construed or to authorize a board, a school board directors of a school district to establish and implement uh, a program such in a matter that the instru uh, instruct instructs is proselytized or indoctrinates a student to a specific religion or political belief. Oof. That's, that's pretty, one. I mean, that's declarative, really declarative. So how yes. is it that, that they can do this, this, the, the pride floor mat? What not, not only does it not make sense on a human level, because you are, you are going to increase the number of kids who, who have suicided ideation, mm -hmm. but legally you're not allowed to do it. Right. And why is this, why is this, as you say, uh, as, as a solicitor says, why is this reasonable? You're breaking mm -hmm. the law uh, by indoctrination and you're spending money that you shouldn't be spending and mm -hmm. you're causing suicidal ideation. How is this mm -hmm. reasonable? And it, it's just, it's just like, I mean, it's, it. so how do you make this actionable? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, it, it's certainly, all of that's true, but how do you put it in a lawsuit to get right. uh, something to change over? I guess we could start with by just bringing it up, reading the code to the school board at the meeting, and then right. be like, wow, like, so they actually did research, and they're, they, they they caught us, you know? So right. now it's right. like, they might not know if you're going to get a lawyer or not, and that that little bit right there might might change something. You're right, right? So right now we're all... We're all trying to trying to find a way to to change some things, and right, right. And, uh, and this lawyer that I spoke to, you know, he said it's that that's going to be a tough tough road to hoe uh, in terms of getting the the uh, court to hear you. He goes, mm. um, and you might be wasting some money. And he goes, but I kept talking about it. He goes, you know what? What do you got to lose at this point? What, I mean, right. you're not you it, you you have this crafted well enough that it, this is a court might hear this. Right. And you, you just have to you have to somehow uh, push the, the 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 most the the heaviest part of the message up front and uh, meaning, you know, don't get caught in the weeds of legalities, but talk about the suicide ideation and mm -hmm. talk about um, indoctrination and how that that's uh, violating the school code. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and that might get you. Um, that you you might get some uh, progress from uh, at least from a, a judge who's who's reasonable or an right. honest judge, right? Right. Uh, one thing I, I forgot to mention is that that every school district has a classification, mm -hmm. and it's know, A, B, C, all through A through G or something, and it has to do with population and how dense it is, and it's kind of a hard metric to follow. Uh, there is a, in the link of additional references. There is there's something about the um, there's a link from. Let me see who this is from. Uh, I forget, but it, it will talk about uh, finding your school classification. And you click on that, you, you enter your school district, and uh, a couple other things. Uh, there's some directions in there, and it will tell you what your school classification is. Okay. And I tell you that only because the code varies a little bit for the, what school classification you are. So class A has a slightly different rules than class B. Okay. So most school districts are going to be B, C, D, E. Uh, okay. And you're going to have to have, you have nine, uh, uh, nine uh, board members. Uh, if you're class A, you have 15, which I, I can only think of Philadelphia, maybe Pittsburgh. I'm not sure. Uh, but 
it's important to know what your classification is because there are some other things that vary slightly in the school code. Um, okay. Not heavily, but a little bit. And it usually has to do with how things are elected and uh, how, how how replacements are done and elections are held and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, well, it's a, you need to know that because you, when, you, when you approach these people, you need to make sure that you are one step ahead. You don't want to give them anything right. to fight back with. So That's if you point. know the, the A's and B's and all the little fine print, they're going to be like, like he 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 knows he knows his stuff. He right. like, there's nothing that we can say against that, honestly. Right, 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 right. Um, and and uh, I'm trying to my one other thing. I I have I'm like I'm like the 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 guy doesn't want to let you out of class for a second. Kind You're of being, fine. Uh, it, it's all important information. Okay. Um. So also in the school code, and this isn't specifically written out as it pertains to education but this is generally more of a law. So yeah. when, when you talk about, when this article um, talks about sexual misconduct, and this has to do with, with the criminal uh, act, uh, act 18 of, Title 18 rather, of the, the Pennsylvania state law. And it has mm -hmm. to do with criminal um, application. And I think uh, Sissy's gonna at some point talk about some of this legality. I'm actually this, talking to her today. Awesome, all right. Mm -hmm. um, this has to do with uh, hiring and background checks. So when the school district hires, they have to do a background check to make sure the teacher or the janitor or whomever hasn't right. been convicted of any of these sorts of things, right? So right, sexual right. romantic mm -hmm. uh, with children, sexual romantic imitation, dating, soliciting. But listen to these next four and ask yourself whether or not talking to a kid about their sexuality doesn't violate these parts of the criminal code engaging okay. in sexualized or romantic dialogue so sexualized dialogue making right. sexual suggestive comments i i don't know how you you don't when you're talking about transgender stuff right self disclosure or physical exposure of a sexual romantic or an erotic nature any sexual indecent romantic, this is number six, any sexual romantic indecent or erotic contact with a child or student. So uh, I, I'm pretty sure if you have teachers that are engaging in this discussion, you are putting them in a jackpot to be, that could possibly get them uh, to be found violating the, the law of sexual contact with minors. Oh, absolutely. Right? And does the teacher want to be doing this? Because I, I honestly don't think, I think most, certainly the teachers that have been there a long while, like I'm not touching that at all. Right. I don't trust it. Fire me if you want, whatever. I mean, I don't know about your district, but our district has had so many older, you know, I should say, uh, say older necessarily physically, but certainly um, experienced teachers resign uh, or retire early. So many. Yeah, I actually want to. I'm not 100% sure on that, what the number is or whatever. But the one, the one teacher that I personally talked to, um, he he's getting out. He's like, I've had enough of this. He's he's fairly conservative. He can't really speak his mind because you know, God forbid you speak the truth, like we said earlier. And he he told me that uh, they're having this big issue. This is the middle school too. They're having this yeah. issue where they are having these secret conversations without parents knowing. And that's the bigger part. The parents don't know about some of these conversations about kids feel like girls feeling like they want to be a boy and the boys right. feel like they want to be a girl. And 
and uh, uh, he's saying it like they're having a hard time figuring out who's telling the truth or not, and if they should tell the parents. And so these conversations are happening. And you, yeah, I mean, he's like, he's like, I just, I, I, I don't want any part of this. You know what I mean? Right. He said, he said that some Who of does? the teachers, yeah, he said that like, some of the teachers were agreeing to call a girl a boy's name without the parents knowing in the, around the school. And he's like, I'm not doing. It. Like, what are you yeah. guys doing? You know, you got to right. talk to the parents. You can't do that. Right. Right. Yeah. Because, again, <laughs> statistics show that 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 girl in the next however many months or years will have suicidal ideation and will attempt suicide. And mm-hmm. real quickly here in Sweden, which way more liberal than than we are, way more. Mm-hmm. We, they were very pro transgender stuff back in 72, 74. Wow, and they really? were pushing this and pushing it and and they were doing surgeries. And this is the stats that because all of their medicine is socialized, they 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 don't reveal the people, but they have amazing stats because they mm-hmm. there's no privacy, really. Right. Um, but they say uh, you are. 20 times more likely to kill yourself if you're transgender. Mm-hmm. 20 times, not 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 20% higher, 20 times more likely. Right. And, and it's like, so you want to push kids into an, an avenue where mm-hmm. they feel so like robbed of something that they are right. going to do this? It, it might not, I mean, maybe kids are going through something, the hormones, they're, they're crazy they're not sure what they want to do like every mm-hmm. kid is confused right every kid yeah right every kid's got their the something going on it's so jason mean- the only thing that we can do from here is to give kids hormones yeah right puberty right. blockers and surgery right. of course why not and in in a, in a moment and in a moment of unbelievable clarity the fda comes out and says uh maybe we shouldn't do that because it can cause brain swelling and blindness i was like yes. Holy yep. cow, the, the FDA finally, and it was a different, it wasn't the one out of Washington. It was like the one out of, uh, maybe it was a land and I guess their headquarters. I don't know, but that's just like, thank God somebody said this. The mm-hmm. Levine says, oh, we have gender affirming care and yep. oh, clap, clap, clap. In the same day they go, uh, hold on, hormones cause kids to go blind. The hormones can cause brain swelling. Yep. None of these things are positive attributes. We're supposed to be doing no harm. This is bad. And it's not it's not a little bit statistically uh, negative. It's highly statistically negative to give right. kids hormones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so let's you know the, the the idea of of making them feel happy about their their psychological uh, issue isn't necessarily the right thing to do i mean imagine you know i I always bring this case up like think of kids that are girls that were anorexic primarily girls Mm -hmm. had anorexic would you sit there to a girl and say you know what you're right you are so fat i know you only weigh 74 pounds right right but you are so fat right you should lose a couple more lbs right right? that's what that's what what we say to them no we realize that that's an issue yes and we, we don't you don't ridicule them and, and and call them names and and be mean i'm not for that but at the same time you realize they're they're walking down a path which could be really problematic for them i mean mm-hmm. it, it, the, the these things aren't uh, they're, they're, i don't understand how anybody who is who is an adult can say this would be positive. I mean, I know, I know you. You were when you were a kid, you wanted to do things or want to be something. I want to be a pirate. My parents yep. didn't chop off my arm and give me a hook. They're like, Why no, not? 
right, right. They're, they're, they're abusive for not doing that. Yeah, right. They're abusive for not doing that. And why? Yeah. Why would they? It's insane. If you saw an adult walking around as a pirate, you'd say, "Is he a costume or has he got a right. problem?" Right. 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 <laughs> so, so, that that's that is that sums up that's what they're doing right now that's what they're doing yeah, right with the trans stuff that's exactly we're, we're going to affirm this as being this is this is normal it, it, is yep. it now and, and and so is is so suicide is normal is what i mean mm-hmm. if if a results in b and b results in c then a results in c so let's mm-hmm. not let's not let's not yeah. mince words you you're, I mean, you're trying I, to promote right. this i personally know someone's uh daughter who i mean just uh, just last year or so she she was a girl this year she wants to be a boy and it's and she was just 16 i believe so it's gotten so far just in the last year that she wants to get her breast removed so just so just in one year she went from a girl with long hair to wanting to be a boy having short hair wanting her breast removed and it's because of the media and the schools allowing this stuff and aiding to this type of mental illness or you know trend or whatever the case is it's just that the only problem with this trend is that it leads to surgery it leads to harmful things and deadly things yeah and it and it's that far it's irreversible if she wants to wear jeans and and cut her hair short yeah be a tomboy right right you're you're yeah kids want to do wacky things right my kids went through all different kind of clothing all sorts of hairs of course whatever right sometimes like really okay Mm -hmm. move along Uh, hopefully it's (laughs) end soon right exactly you you, you bear with it until it's intolerable and you're like oh man but when you get your breasts removed yeah that's got your breasts removed that's not coming back right? right you 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 castrate boys that that's that's yep. irreversible right and and, and you know the, I, I heard this uh this is kind of a clever and it was it was put forth by a uh a, a doctor you know it's like if you had um a hundred transgender women on an island with a hundred men how many babies would be produced exactly zero yep <laughs> and just the same transgender guys with women zero nothing's mm-hmm. going to happen because they're not what they they perceive themselves to be yep. uh and it, it, that is it is really devastatingly sick what this i mean this is this is malevolent i don't i, I mean mm-hmm. that's how, how else do you put it it's who, who convinces their kid you know who did this sweden did this and now they're like no more we're not doing this this is bad we don't want our citizens killing themselves mm-hmm. we are not going to do this and and now that's there's a long the, the kids that identify or think they're going they're not promoting it but kids that have this issue there's a there's a there's a long conversation of years with a psychiatrist to yeah. see whether or not you know there are the the one in a whatever 120,000 people who have some that are that are uh what do you call them uh what do they, they, they hermaphrodites right they're mm-hmm. they're they have both genes and there's something right right, right. There. Yeah, yeah that's very rare and i'm not talking yeah. about those people well let's not make that the mass is here right let's right, just talk right, right. only about the the nine uh, 99.99999% of the kids aren't this they're feeling uncomfortable about themselves because they're going through puberty or they're not tall enough or what right. have you you know and and the the stupid general questions are about have you is there anything about your body you don't like well, shit, I'm, I'm right. 
50 something and I, I there's something I don't like about my body I don't like yep. my hair I mean it's just of course there is I mean people want to improve themselves this is why people work out it's it's all yes. right you know yes. I mean we, we're humans mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not we're not uh we're not uh cogs in a machine we're not dolls we're not coming off a production line it's it's mm-hmm. and you can't change you can't change Barbie's head into a can I guess you kind of could but that's not what humans are right, right so right. uh yeah. Any event, um, it's it's disturbing. It really yeah. is. And and so one, I think sis is going to touch on this, but there's there's a couple of criminal offenses that we were touching on with what it what the background check looks for, mm-hmm. and 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 tying in sexual abuse of children, which is in Title 18, uh, 6312, child abuse of children, and um, Title 18, 5903, obscene and sexual materials and performances. Mm-hmm. Both of those things, there's no way you could read either of those two um, cla- those laws and say, oh, yeah, sure, it's fine to have these these sexually explicit books in school. It's right. fine because uh, they don't touch this. They exactly are this. They, mm-hmm. they deal, you know, I have a long list of books that deal with uh, – you know, explicit sexual contact between oh, yeah. children, between mm-hmm. uh, adults and children, between uh, family men- members and children, against yep. child rape, uh, mm-hmm. child prostitution. And you've got to ask yourself, what are these certain, again, how does this benefit a kid? How, right. I mean, the Internet's a scary place. We right. do our, our, our damnedest as, as parents to try to insulate mm-hmm. our kids from that, you know, and we hope that it happens later along because you know it's going to happen. And we get the Chromebooks from school and the Chromebooks have super duper filters on them that, that you can't go anywhere with them unless you're really clever. And it's really difficult to get anything. Everything's locked down. You, so you can't get any pornography unless you log into the school's library. Right. And then you can get all the pornography you want in form right. of uh, yeah, I mean, a, a written book, again, uh, 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 an audio book. Um, you can get a digital book. And right. it's like, you got to be kidding me with this. And we and we are talking about minors. We're talking about minors, minors. right? There's there's no question. And in the, the where where do you draw the line? Uh, 18, right? So you have you know maybe 40% of the senior class can look mm-hmm. at all as they want, but 40% of the senior class isn't looking at the library anyhow, right? right. So, yeah, but even then, the public schools should not make that decision. Yeah, right. It, it, it should be up to the. I mean, if the parents want to take their child to, you know, the 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 township library or whatever, and want to yeah. take them to let them order a book off of Amazon. That's their personal choice. The public right. school should not make it an option for every kid. Right. right. And if if you took this book and handed it to a kid on the street, mm-hmm. you would get arrested. Yes. That's that that's that's how. Since I mean, the, the, there's no exception for this nonsense. You can't do these things uh, in public. Right. Why is the school allowed to do it? Because it is a public right. school, right? So. Right. Um, boy, this is, this is, I was like concerned we weren't going to have enough to talk about. You know, we're, we're yeah, pushing we're an hour and a half or something. This is yeah. awesome. It is awesome. Um, I and, love this. And, 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 you know, I'll, there's a couple of, um, I'll, I'll resend this, this email to you because I realized there's a couple of broken links here. Okay. Uh, so I'll resend it to you in, in a little bit here. And, and if you could put that up and then people can, uh, yep. reference it as, as they see fit. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, if, 
I don't know if we want to have some sort of feedback if people hit you up with questions and I don't know if I can answer them. I can try my best or, you know, I, I, I think the idea here is we're, we're all under the same idea is we want what's best for kids yeah. and we don't want them indoctrinated or we right. don't want them doing things that are harmful. And, right. uh, you know, so this, this is a, this is a, as a group effort to try to make the change. Yeah. I mean, is, is, is that really so much to ask, you know? Right. That's unusual request. Uh, <laughs> right, right. It, well, uh, so, yeah, I'll definitely add the links. You know, everybody can click on them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just trying to help out everybody. We really yeah, are. Right, we're all right. in the same fight. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and use them as you fit. Um, you know, I think there is going to be some legislation coming through Pennsylvania, uh, mm-hmm. which will maybe um, – be beneficial uh mm-hmm. it's a little early to say but uh right. i've been i've been keeping my eye on it because there's we're kind of getting off topic but the supreme court ruled that uh it was i guess the state of maine could pay use public funds to pay for a kid to go to a, a, a religious school uh, for academic reasons i forget what the actual specifics were mm-hmm. and that's always been a you know separation of church and state uh yeah. It's clearly a misunderstanding, mm-hmm. but I believe we are drafting. There's legislation being drafted now, which is going to it's call it sort of a voucher program, uh, okay. a voucher program. If the public schools can't clean up their act, uh, what we do is we say, okay, Dustin, you get your kids um, voucher dollars, and you can put it towards whichever school you feel seeing more fit for hmm. his education or Interesting. Education. and uh the the that is is like showing you know dracula the cross they they mm-hmm. had school boards oh my god no no it's public education so bad they are disgusted by the amount of money that goes to charter schools mm. uh, and i always bring that point up to them too is you guys continue this there's going to be more kids going to charter school you were yep. going to lose enrollment mm-hmm. uh and eventually uh there's some other things we could do in, in the whole and we'll say that for another conversation but okay. uh yeah it's you know we got to keep up the fight and we got to you know keep on our legislature say legislature to 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 promote the voucher issue um and don't okay. back down don't back no. down don't feel intimidated just no. keep pushing because well, they're not going to do anything. And if they yep. do something that that if they treat your kid separately because he, he you've spoken out, that's yep. actionable. That is yep. 100% actionable. Yes, and they will pay dearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Our school district is very big. There's 10,000 kids. And we have, I want to say, 100 and some odd lawsuits against them currently. And they're paying oh, for wow. kids to go to different schools. Awesome. And I'm not sure if it's about this. I'm not exactly sure that you're not allowed to dive into those details, but I know mm-hmm. that there's a lot of private tuitions being paid mm. uh, because of issues that the school has, has uh, the school board has imposed upon kids. Um, wow. Anyhow. All right, All right Dustin. Great well, talk. It was, good, it was a good conversation. And if there's any questions um, from, from the video, I'll, I'll, direct them towards you you know if i can't answer them personally or if the link doesn't take care of it whatever the case is and you'll be back on anyway right i mean gotta keep this right going like you said yeah yeah. perfect yeah all right thank you man awesome thanks bud talk to you yep see you